just scrambles he's left, winds up, right behind. He's got time in the 10 to the 5, yes. to the end zone. Hey everyone, it's the Wooten Y show here. A little bit of a an off season filler, if you like. We've got some uh some you know draft winners and losers for fantasy. We've got, you know, some news updates that everyone, you know yeah. everyone's dying to hear our opinions on. It hasn't been <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been a uh, very dramatic couple of weeks. Uh, police, uh, apart from today, uh, of course, uh, with our Sydney Cup Combine. So please check out our very special episode covering the Sydney Cup Combine and the 100-day launch into the college football season opener held in Sydney at Allianz Stadium. It's been a while since we potted. We, we podcast after the draft. Um, talking our favourite classes and picks and 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 whatnot, still, and still gloating recovering. about our team. Still really stoked about both our team selections, and uh, yeah, it's it's just been a it's been a nice little change to not be full on podcasting for a while because I know we're going to be you know going down into it again coming season. But it's been a nice it's been a nice refreshing break. I don't know about you. Oh no, it's been it's been lovely, and I mean. Pretty hectic time in both our lives yeah, this year. I had so, an engagement party last weekend. That's why we couldn't pod. I couldn't dare do it before uh, the engagement party. Emma would. Yeah, there'd be there'd be no gone. wedding. There'd be no wedding. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's yeah, it's a pretty Did hectic you have a fun time. Night? Uh, yeah. Knocked off two bottles of wine. I had a, a very good. I don't even remember opening gifts. Um, Emma's like, we need to send out thank you gif- um, notes to all, all everyone that gave us gifts. And I was like, we got gifts? Like, <laughs> I had no clue. Hey, great. Emma's hiding them. Yep. Already. Uh, Already got- <laughs> your future wife is like, you know, keeping secrets from you. Wow. This, we're dangerous territory. Should I do it? Find out after the break. He's still doing it, yeah, guys. Oh, He's still good. doing it. Yeah. Uh, he wouldn't got, dare not to. <laughs> I got the invite for your engagement party, which I'll post all over our Twitter account. If you want to come, just come on down. Brilliant. Um, Corey Worthington, <laughs> what you doing? Um, so, yeah, it's been a busy, busy, busy time in our lives. Something funny happened today on the way home from Sydney Cup Combine. My mum posted something on Facebook. So my nan's got pretty bad dementia. Um, she's her short-term memory's really, really bad. Not sort of 10-second Tom from 51st Dates bad, but getting uh, that right, way. Is this, does this relate to her not remembering you had an engagement party? She didn't remember <laughs> the engagement party. But what I'm glad is one of the best photos of the night is with me and Emma and my nan, so it's good. Cool. But we have a little tracker in her keys because she goes walkabout and jumps on random buses and just goes for day trips. God, I'd love anyway, so she... A, you know I, know, I know it's a debilitating illness, it's, but, you know... You've got to look at the positive yeah, side definitely. here, and this is a positive story. Because if you've got dementia, your brain's obviously not right. Yeah. But maybe it is, because Nan caught two buses today, went all around the world, ended up Bunnings. Right. So despite being crazy, she knows Sausage Sizzle <laughs> is the place to go at Bunnings. She spent... I wish that's why she was there for the sausage sizzle. She spent two hours at Bunnings Warehouse, despite living in an aged care facility where you don't require any maintenance or any of your own housework. Did she identify like a certain product that she was after? I don't know. Um, Mum just sent me the screenshots and she went on these bus trips and then in Bunnings, like you can zoom right in and it's just like, she's just been there for a long, long time inside Bunnings. So I don't know what that says about Bunnings, that how can you not get the ladies some help? So it gets, I know it's hard. I, I get stuck in Bunnings. I could easily kill two hours in Bunnings just trying to find a shovel because I'm hopeless. Or I'd be like, well, they, they have, they have you know, a clip for that. Like, like that kind of thing. Bunnings the, has everything. Some of the stuff in there is unbelievable. But uh, apart from our own personal stuff, there's been some huge news stories outside of NFL over the last few weeks. Um, Antonio Cromarty had another kid despite, I think that's now three kids that he's had since a vasectomy. Guys, if we went into an argument with the best producer of all time, as in someone, you know, who makes kids, right? McCaffrey. If you went in with Ed Ed McCaffrey, great NFL breeder, but Antonio Cromartie, one of the 
the greatest of all times in terms of churning out kids. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean... Despite the vasectomy, still just elite. I don't know if Philip Rivers has had a, a vasectomy lot. yet. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know... He's due. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Antonio Cromartie now has more kids than Blake Bortles has wins in the NFL. That was brilliant. We discovered that little fact on the way to the Sydney Cup. Yep. Uh, he also has enough kids now for a seven-on-seven seven scrimmage. So, wow. For OTAs, <laughs> um, so that was great. Um, another great story was the nude guy on top of a dead shark, which you Guys. didn't know about until I showed you today. And this story, I keep my mind out of the smut. I might add, this story is unbelievable. There was a three and a half week manhunt to find out who it was, and the Florida head coach of the college team, Ed McElwain got dragged into it and got accused because it looks exactly like him as the guy. <laughs> he had to do a press conference to say that he wasn't the naked guy on the shark. God. Um, if any, that's wise, normal voice. That was his high school voice, actually. Oh, my God. Um, did they? Did they actually did catch... Ever... Did, they, did they catch yeah, the guy? Yeah, some, some former cop that lives in Connecticut or something and just drugged too much and got loose. But, got loose and then, you know... But, Got frisky you, with a shark. Did you ever think in your wildest imagination that you'd ever hear a football head coach announce to, a press conference a... to deny that he was not nude on top of a dead shark? It's mean, quite incredible. It is funny. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not debating whether or not it's funny. It is funny, and if you don't oh, see the funny side oh of it, oh boy! And the guy's huge. Turn off so now. Like it's definitely it looks like a whale on top of a shark. But anyway, what sea creature would you most like not like to be nude with? Would it be a shark? Listeners, are you hearing the questions okay, that I'm, I'm just, being asked? Just saying. What sea creature <laughs> would I most like to be nude I mean, we could talk to? about how great like Aaron Blount's going to be for the Philly, but, you know. <sighs> All right, anyway. And then, so another great news story a is... mermaid. ...is perfect answer. 10 Nailed out of it. 10. Well done. That is correct. Also, bro, you're engaged, so just slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shout is, out to my mermaid fiance. Yes, the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Now, are you on top of this story? No, and I don't condone it. I don't Wait, condone. You're the host of the conspiracy club. Wait, sorry. This one's not legit. You're not in the NFL. That's the NFL conspiracy. But this club. is not real. Okay. Do you want to know about it? Yeah. Okay. Hit me up there. So the theory is that Avril Lavigne actually is dead, and she's been replaced by a lookalike called Melissa. So. It started, like, two years ago, apparently, the theory, but it's just been given, like, a new life because this guy went on, like, an epic Twitter rant, and I read all of them the other night, and then I spent 25 minutes looking at photos of Avril Lavigne's ears because apparently your ears don't age. Like, once you hit a certain age, that's it. So that's how you can tell. I don't know. Yeah. That, the, thing, like, the things you do... I've heard something about this, yeah, right? So your ears don't grow from a certain yeah, ages yeah. or whatever, right? Or they, or is it, they never stop... No, your eyes never stop growing or something. Your no, ears yeah. never change is, I think, the... All right, so okay. they, they, it's exactly the same. Yeah. Ear just gets bigger or whatever. All right, yeah, cool. anyway. Um, plus... Yeah, I mean, so these, anyway, these celebrities the don't have money to spend on facial surgery, though, right? a dark hole. I mean, we could get people to tweet us times that they've started Googling something and ended up where they've ended up at. Uh, that would be unbelievable. Is, this is a good podcast. Like, if you started, like, Pottery Barn, and then you ended up looking at who knows what down the line, it'd be unbelievable. Anyway, so the theory pretty much states that Avril rose to fame when she was 18, and the record label employed a lookalike and her best friend, in quotations, Melissa Vandela, to impersonate her for the paparazzi because Avril just couldn't handle it. She's from a small Canadian town, couldn't handle it, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so pretty much Avril died in 2003 at the height of her career, but she just finished recording an album and they didn't want to... The record companies wanted to release it still, so they just said, why don't you just keep living on as Avril Lavigne and we'll release the album. And I don't know. It's pretty legit to me. Has she sang live? Yes, but some of these tweets in this chain show videos with Avril's first album where it was actually Avril and post, you know, the the album that she released before she died is still Avril singing, but then there's been newer stuff since then and it's very, very bad. And I know people can change their style and their clothes and get plastic surgery, but I don't know about you. Look at this photo. Does that look like the same person to you? 
No, it doesn't. But at the same time, Renee, Renee Zellweger doesn't look like who that, she used to be. That is true. That is very true. Um, to be honest, like she's she's made some poor choices. Um, she's with the guy from Nickelback. Is that right? That's a horrible life decision. I mean, uh, if that doesn't end your life, I don't know what does. <laughs> Are they married? Yes. Have they had their, their photos? I can just imagine him turning and going, look at this photograph. Yeah. Uh, like, Or them playing that oh, during boy. the wedding. That'd be great. Is that their only song? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think it's just variations of that song with different words. Anyway, um, I think it would be great this off-season um, to just talk about different conspiracies here and there. Just for a little bit of filler and a bit of fun. A bit of mirth. I honestly like... The uh, I like your other idea of, hey guys, I was, you know, I was doing this to start off with, I needed to get some work done, and then by the end of the night, I was looking up, what's the longest ever spinning Ferris wheel? <laughs> you know what I mean? All those spinny discs. You seen those? Oh. hear about the story about that lady? She invented it and painted it like 20 years ago, and then when she went to it, she didn't renew it, and it expired in 2005, and then Hasbro just... Took on it, it and now they're rich. She's like, and then they interviewed her and asked her about it, and she's like, "I'm just glad that my invention is is making so many children happy." Please, <laughs> as if you wouldn't want to be rich. She's <laughs> crazy. Do you reckon Hasbro would give her anything? No, no, no. You know, there's Toy a story. So back in back in, I, I think it was either 2006, 2009. A little bit dyslexic. It was probably the six or the nine flipped up, right? But pretty sure Google.com expired. And a Google employee, yeah. Google employee bought it, or you know, you know, tried to, or whatever like that. And you know, pretty much he, it was his, it was his right to buy that. Mm. And he, he could have held Google to ransom, really, couldn't he? He, he, he could have just gone, nah, sorry, gone to Bing. We need a hundred million if you want this, if this URL sell back. It, to him too. it was, it was legitimately. I'm pretty sure, like Google gave him a few thousand, and he just went, sweet guys. And it was taken out the back. And but I'm pretty sure at the time he was even a former employee. Like, he wasn't... You know, anyway, crazy, but I would have just... Went what a guy. Nut. Complete opposite to this other guy. And now this new story, I like this guy's hustle. He made an app called Shinder that people could sign up to, but the girls only get linked to him. <laughs> 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 I love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is like nearly hands down the best app ever made. It's called Shinder. <laughs> What's his actual name? Um, well, let me look it up. It is just amazing. Um, so the guy's a little bit weird, but unbelievable. Uh, I don't know what the guy's name is. Hasn't said anything. Simon. That's depressing. Simov is his name. Simov. Man, I mean, if your name is there, it is Shed Simov. I mean, if your name's Shed Samoev, you're not going to have much luck in love anyway, so... Sorry, his name is Shed. Shed. All right, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting life decision by his parents. Um, Obviously, can't do much about it. I believe it's it. pronounced Simov. Simov. Shed Simov. She had. She had Simov. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway. I appreciate that guy. But Shinda from Shed. Yeah, I understand that. But... Yeah. Um, wow, interesting. That's great. I wonder if he's found love. I mean, he's probably filthy rich now. Because the amount of people that downloaded it. Um, so Just if chuck that, an ad on I, that. If there's one thing I know... Actually, no. Being rich doesn't lead to you having any luck with women. No? There's no, no research. There's no, there's no correlation. Yep. Anyway, so there's some of the, the best Hugh Hefner is just an amazingly... Great lover. Personable man. Great personality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no money whatsoever. <laughs> one of the nicest guys ever. Any news stories out of last week that you really liked? Or have I covered the, the, the truly weird and wacky? Oh, I mean, the weird and wacky are done. I'm on top of it. That's why every time I go on the internet, <laughs> type in dogs, that just end up on Avril Lavigne ear photos. Brilliant. Yep. All right, let's get to Brilliant. some actual real NFL news. <laughs> All right, let's start. We mentioned, I mentioned it before, LeGarrette Blount signs... With the Eagles, uh, all right, you've got some actual breaking news. I don't have a breaking news <laughs> app, so let's just go with... Um, no, so uh, no, breaking news just came through that's completely unfootball related. But McGregor has signed a contract of 
fight Mr. Mayweather. We were discussing on the train and we think... Zero chance. Actually, two chances. Buckley's and none. Buckley's and none? No chance in the world. So it's just not going to happen. He's not going to win. Well, McGregor's not going to win or the fight won't happen? Oh, the, the fight will happen. McGregor's got no chance of winning, is what I'm trying to Damn. say. Damn. He can't win, man. He can't win. It's it's definitely it's set up by Mayweather Promotions or whatever it's called money money maker I don't know I'm just actually just making up companies now but I mean a dollar fifteen TMT of Floyd Mayweather called? right now is just free money like that's better than bank interest which was another thing we talked about at the train. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Edited for offensive comments. LeGarrette Blount of the Patriots signed to the Formerly of the Patriots. Patriots. Signed a one-year contract with the Philadelphia Eagles just a week after the Patriots put some weird tender on the Blount. I've never even heard of him in my life. And I thought we were on top of, like, contracts and stuff. You know, we've had conversations with Shane, and, you know, we're really on top of Spotrack and over the cap, but that was a tender we've never heard of. So it's... It's kind of the running back they needed. He offers obviously nothing in the past game, but they've got Sproles, Smallwood, and Donald Pomfrey, who they drafted. Um, but he you just, needed... He is just a big You needed a thumper. Man. You needed an early down thumper. And we did. And... Ryan I, Matthews, though. Ryan Matthews, uh, you know, could be on his way out if he doesn't uh, perform in preseason. Because if we... Like, I mean, he had a pretty severe neck injury, so... If uh, Philly decides to part ways with him, keep Blount and Sproles for the 2017-18 season, we'll be saving six mil in cap space if we cut Matthews. So that's pretty significant. Easy decision, to be honest. I, I like Ryan Matthews. I think he's great, but when he's, when he's fit healthy, and healthy, but he's, he's never he, he's never exactly. really a hundred percent healthy. That's correct. Yeah, there's always something niggling there. Uh, so you're excited about Blount, obviously. I mean it. To be honest, did the league a favor. Just me. competition at all positions is good for for your team. So, yep. Thanks, Chris Ballard. No worries. So he's been drumming down in the in Indy for the last week and a half. All right, the Browns agreed to terms with cornerback Jason McCourty, formerly of the Titans, on a two-year, six million dollar contract, and it includes only two million guaranteed across the two seasons. I like this. Yeah. You like that? So he was cut by the Titans last month. Obviously, they drafted a Dory Jackson, and they said, all right, we're going to go youth. You know, McCourty's 30. You know, had only four games last year with a groin issue, but, you know, sorry, in 2016, and then bounced back last year and had a a much better season. I think he's a great veteran to have in your building when you've got a really young secondary, what what Cleveland have. And he's actually, for $2 guaranteed, he's good. Like, he's going to exceed his value. Oh, if he plays. Definitely. And it's like, it's players like this that, um, well, obviously there's been some discussion, you know, it's like, we need you to, you know, have a certain role in the organization to, you know, nurture this young talent that we have. And it's, it's, it's good players and just people in general with that kind of mentality that come into an organization, know their situation and like, you know, where they're at in the organization and that, you know, they're not going to be there for another five years and that... Hmm. Them helping the organization is to, you know, be called upon when necessary, but at the same time help, like, help... Um, Good locker room guy. Yeah, and help Jackson develop and things like that. So, I mean, I think I think it's really good. And they got yeah. him They got him on... And he's reuniting tennis. with Greg Williams, who he played for in 2013. Yeah. Like, in terms of late May, in terms of free agent signings, they don't go much better than Blount on what he's getting and McCordy to what the Browns are getting. Like, you, they're, they're good signings mm-hmm. this late in May. Uh, another guy that's hanging around is Gerald Hodges as well. He's visited the Colts, and I think he's visiting the Patriots and the Dolphins as well. So in terms of late May free agent signings, uh, and the Jets, sorry, as well for Hodges, it, they don't come much better than that as well. So we'll wait and see where he lands. Speaking of free agents, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, it's been reported that the Seahawks have reached out to Colin Kaepernick, and their interest in him is legit. This comes on the heels of Coach Pete Carroll saying in a radio interview Monday that the Seahawks are considering Kaepernick and fellow free agent RG3, uh, which... Yeah, this is definitely the... Um, like we had this discussion last offseason about is it better to have a backup quarterback that's similar in style to the quarterback you already have or is it better to be completely different and, you know, uh, 
have like I mean obviously Russell Wilson is a mobile you know yeah. athletic quarterback and is it better to have you know a pocket passer behind him or is it better to have you know similar similar style quarterback behind him but I mean this this isn't the worst thing these are like quarterbacks that you know are fine backups but like not oh, starters in the league I'd much rather Kaepernick than RG3. oh yeah no like I agree uh, the, the uh, locker room or the distraction and I'm putting inverted commas on a podcast but I'm you know like I think RG3 is more cancerous to your locker room than Kaepernick to be honest oh I agree too yeah, because so. it's always going to be like you know yeah. does he still have it uh, kind of thing where Kaepernick apparently like a massive he's just an annoyance in the locker room yeah well Ka- Kaepernick is like we said he needed to go to a team that could handle like personalities and there's no team that's better equipped to do that than Seattle. Yeah, so. exactly. So it'd be interesting to see how how that pans out, but I think um, that'll be a good signing um, considering Travone Boykins had some issues with drink driving and a car crash and some other issues like that. The car crash was from drink driving, not that he was in a car crash, so they should cut him. Oh, you're a reckless driver. Get out of here. No, it's it's more that they've got concerns about whether he can be a great backup for them. So uh, I think Kaepernick belongs in the NFL, and I think he's good enough to be a backup quarterback and play some snaps at starter if you need to um, long term. Mm-hmm. All right. The Bills hired Panthers assistant general manager Brandon Bean as a general manager, places Doug Whaley, and by all accounts, he'll be calling the shots with Sean McDermott in Buffalo. Um, so they have all the power. He'll reportedly have control over the 53 man roster. So now they've pillaged Sean McDermott and Brendan Bean from Carolina. That's a that's a bad blow for Carolina, who have been training Brendan Bean for a while to replace Dave Gettleman, and now that's not going to happen. It's, this thing always kind of happens, and don't you like? Even when it's your team, right? And you think you've never heard of this coach or scout or you know someone from your department, and you're like, you don't you don't have really anything invested in them. But as soon as another team wants him, you just think. No, no way. Like, no, we're not giving away that that staff member. They obviously must be doing you have something to show right. Your hand a little bit. They must be good. They must be, you know, something. So yeah, I mean, you get really defensive. Originally, I read it and saw Billy Bean, and I was like, oh my Whoa. god, Moneyball! <laughs> I was like, uh, Moneyball's taking <laughs> over. But uh, Brandon Bean, damn, that was disappointing. Yeah. But at the same time, probably a better football mind than Billy Bean. Yeah. Probably. Just Probably, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no relation, just the same surname. Uh, but some things never change in Bill's land. Uh, speaking with MMQB's Peter King, uh, Brandon Bean promised an open competition at quarterback and th- that the Bills would continue to turn over every stone until they 100% set at quarterback. Uh, despite a completely new front office and coaching staff, it is clear Taylor's spot atop the depth chart remains a question mark. He would leave over 808. Eight hundred, eight and a half million in dead cap money if the Bills want to get out of Taylor's contract after this season. Free Tyrod Taylor. What has he got to do? He, uh, I mean, just let him play now. I'm, I'm kind of like... Give, a, the, get a, give the kid a chance. To be honest, I'm not a big McDermott fan. I don't think this is going to be a successful relationship. I don't, I'm not a big McDermott fan in terms of their offense, but I do like their draft in terms of defense and what and the stability and he's different to Rex Ryan. You know what I mean? Like he's a middle of the line guy. I don't think he's going to win you Super Bowls, but I think he'll get your roster and your team heading in the right direction and and build them up for the future. In saying that, if they can get a great quarterback and, and it works well with the offensive coordinator, then maybe they can win a Super Bowl. But I just think you need to just give Tyrod Tyra Taylor the reins for one season and then just then make your decision. Why are you putting so much doubt on this guy already? It's just just embrace him. Yeah, all Free right. Tyrod. All right, I'll go with Free you. Tyrod. I'll go with that. Saying that, they've still got some issues in terms of their offense. I know they drafted Zay Jones and that's going to help, but still still need some help at the receiver position um, and we'll wait and see. But still got LaShawn McCoy that they can lean on. Uh, all right, so that is pretty good. Some other news appearing on CBS this morning. That's a show she wasn't on CBS this morning. Um, Tom Brady's wife, Giselle, said Brady suffered a concussion last season and said that he does have concussions. But Tom Brady's never, ever in his entire career been on an injury report for a concussion. Wowza. So, you know, if this is so, this is the first we've heard of it. 
But in saying that, I does not surprise me at all that Tom Brady has covered up concussions. He's not the first quarterback to do it. He's not going to be the last quarterback to do it. It's definitely happened around the NFL, especially at quarterback, the most important oh, it'd position. Hap- it happen on a weekly basis. Yeah. I'm not going to launch into an attack at Brady or the Patriots because every quarterback in the league at one point and the other's covered up a bit of dizziness because I think there's varying degrees of a concussion as well. I mean, we said Solomon wasn't that big today, but you can tell how solidly this guy's built straight out of oh. college. Imagine these NFL... I'm, I'm just All right, imagine imagine Harrison just absolutely destroying a... Like, it's just... He's a terrifying man. It is. His clips on Instagram and social media are just... Horrifying. <laughs> horrifying. I, I, yep. I feel, for, uh, I feel for quarterbacks sometimes. Speaking of Tom... I don't feel for uh, some of them. I mean, he's married to Giselle. Gets to play under the greatest coach of all time. It's great. Uh, speaking of Tom Brady, he's going to be on the Madden 18 cover. Are you worried about a, a curse? Am I worried? Are you worried about the curse? No, if anyone's going to... I'm worried about the down. coincidence that the curse may happen. You know what I mean? Like... Brady might have been in for the Cliff season <laughs> before he put on the Madden cover. But if the Cliff season actually does happen this year, nice. everyone's going to blame Madden. I, so I, think it's a, I think it's not a bad, smart job by Brady. Oh, if my Cliff season happens this year and, and I Madden. just fall out of the sky, I'm going to blame Madden. I'm going to blame the Madden curse. It's not, it's not, it's... You know what I mean? Like, the coincidence is funny. Like, in terms of the track record, it is quite funny how many people get injured after being on the cover of Madden. So mm-hmm. just... As a forty-year-old, you got to be worried a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean it's pretty smart. Yeah, but he's, he's he's got a good team behind him. Yes, he has a great team. Every, team everywhere. Um, all right, it's been that long since we podcast. I need to ask you: Did we actually ever talk about on a podcast Jay Cutler retiring and joining Fox Sports as an analyst? I, I feel we I, did. I'm not sure if we did. No, nah, we did. We did. Yeah. We just we just wanted to bring his don't give a. Attitude that's into correct. the box, that's right? A, that's pretty much I wasn't sure if we did that on a pod or we were just talking to each other. I, I can't remember if we talked about it. Either way, party or not. either As way, I said, two bottles of wine. Either way, we're looking forward to it. We yep. want that attitude that you just stated, and I mean, yep. get behind him. I'm pumped. I I I think he'll have a better start to his broadcasting career than, than Romo. Than Romo because he's a number three guy. There's not as much pressure. It's like Fox's second team. He just has to give some color commentary here and there, and I think he'll be brutally honest. And he does not care about the backlash. Mm-hmm. Whereas CBS have like chips in, all in on Romo. Like there's a lot of pressure, and Romo's got to think longer term rather than short term as well. But there's so much pressure on Romo. But Romo's it's kind of like playing for the Cowboys. In it's kind of funny how that works. <laughs> all right, speed round of news. Let's do it. Okay, the Chargers released left guard Orlando Franklin. Thoughts on that? Cool. No, I uh, I think that was inevitable after they, they drafted Forrest Lamp and, and Dan Feeney, who we raved about on uh, in our draft recap. So, Anthony Lynn knows... He got picked up somewhere. Yeah, he's still 29 years old, young, and every team... I mean, what's his face? Uh, Matt Khalil got $29.5 million or whatever. Like, I think Orlando Franklin's going to be just fine. If only they released him sooner. That's true. But I don't <laughs> think they were expecting Forrest Lamp to fall to them and Dan Feeney. Fair enough. By the way, the Pats wanted Dan Feeney at 72. Chargers got him 71. No. So that, so acquiring Coney Ealy cost them Dan Feeney. Interesting. Just a little narrative to consider. Who would you remember rather? When Who would you rather? Ealy. Dan Feeney. All right. Long term. All right, mate. All right. Uh, and uh, the Texans signed offensive tackle Brino Giacomini. He used to be decent. Yeah. Keyword used to be. That's three. Yep. <laughs> that is true. That is correct. <laughs> um, recently added to oh the Oxford God, Dictionary. Way. Used to be. All one word now. <laughs> it's pronounced usable. Usable. All right. The Tampa Bay Times. Matt Baker reports that the battery case against Brown's six-round defensive tackle, Caleb Brantley, has been dismissed. Um, he was expected to be a day two pick, but tumbled all the way to the sixth round because of this. And we talked about this specifically with the Browns. If this panned out well for them, this makes their draft even better because they got a top 50 prospect in the sixth round. That's actually happened now. It's, you know, he's been compared to Malcolm Brown, who plays for the Pats. This is a this is a great guy that you plug next to um, the, the big the big dude, Denny Shelton. You're stout inside. That's, that's really well done by the Browns. The Browns... 
it's uh, i mean i honestly believe it's just a, a coin flip it's completely different um but that's what they are no, 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 sorry, sorry, yeah. no. so i think it's a complete coin flip between the browns and the patriots who's had the better off season and i think it's they're, they're completely different off seasons one's you know had a they've got a Super Bowl winning roster and then they're adding to it with how with how they're adding to it is just baffling everyone and the, everyone's just kind of written off the season already before it's even begun and then you've got this team who is saying you know what let's finally be smart and do things the right way let's get some intelligent minds in here and it looks like I mean I know it's very early stage it's not even a game's been played but it just looks good it looks really there's such such positive vibes coming out of cleveland not just because the Cavs are and smashing the celtics it's great for the nfl but <laughs> also because yeah like the browns everyone wants to see the browns do well yep. i mean I'm, probably the rest of their division likes having a buy every year but two buys but <laughs> damn yep it's 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 great it's, it's great for the nfl it's great for the afc north uh, all right and if you don't select them in madden to build up you're just not playing Madden, no, right? No, that's right. Uh, expatriates offensive tackle Sebastian Vollmer is retiring after missing the t- entire 2016 season with hip and shoulder injuries. He was drafted in the second round in 2009, ended up starting 90 games for the Pats. Was the second team All-Pro in 2010 at right tackle and, you know, won a Super Bowl for them in 2014. So he's uh, he's actually enrolled in the NFL broadcast boot camp with uh, Jimmy Clausen and Demarcus Ware. So it feels like everyone that's retiring is going into broadcasting. Which is I don't know weird if I because like all it. these major agencies are just literally firing thousands of journalists across the last week. It's just it's a weird, weird world out there right now. Twenty seventeen is is lit. It's lit. Lit. It's lit. Uh to be honest, I like the old the old uh, folks that are all, you know, part of the broadcasting teams and things like that. Like I Time's I changed, Josh. No, I agree. Get off my lawn. I agree that some of them are stale and you know they some of them need the flick and there needs to be a little bit of a rotation, maybe just even in their role, if, whether or not they're on the sideline. See you, Phil. Sims. But, uh... You got <laughs> Chris Collingsworth will always be there. Never go. God bless Chris. Don't ever leave us. Never no. forget. Yeah, but, um... Yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of fresh, fresh, uh, freshies in there I like now. having an offensive lineman because they can give you... Like, the offensive line is one of the one things that many, like, a lot of NFL fans don't know enough about. It's just, it's it's obviously, it's one of the most valuable, you can just tell that by Dallas alone. Yep. But it's just one of the, it's just the least exciting of all positions. Yeah, it's, and the most unknown. So, it's it's good to have some analysis from that. Yeah. Uh, and you I, don't know whether or not they're doing the right thing most of the time. True. You don't know what their assignment is. That's it. Which is tough. Uh, Peyton Manning is going to host the 2017 ESPYs. He said it's been an honor to be asked to host the ESPYs and even more meaningful that it's the 25th year for this incredible event. Thoughts? Eye rolls from Woot. Um, the award for... Um, Biggest forehead. Forehead goes to... Oh, me. <laughs> 20 Peyton. years running, Peyton Manning. <laughs> Uh, and the last little bit of news in our speed round that wasn't so fast. Eddie Lacy checked in at 253 pounds during his first weigh-in with the Seahawks. That means that he $5,000 bonus because he weighed under 255 pounds. This is my favorite s- story of the offseason is hashtag Lacy Lotto. you got to guess nice. his weight every time he's in a weigh-in. <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess 262. Unbelievable. Nine pounds off. Uh, you got to be proud, though. But I love the hashtag. you got to be proud Lotto. of him. Lacey Lotto, baby. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's the biggest thing since Watto Lotto <laughs> during the uh, test series. Anyway, going back to Peyton for yeah. a sec. It sh- it, it'll, be, it'll be... I think there's going to be some... Drake. Yeah, I, def- I, I agree. I definitely... There'll be some funny things there. And he, d- he did well on Saturday Night Live. He and Eli, if they both somehow... Like, something together at the ESPYs, it'll be funny. Yeah, he, he torment him. Um, yeah. It'd be good if he could play some of the video from Peyton's Super Bowl where he's in the box and it looks like he's not oh, happy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah. Maybe have a bit of a play on that. Uh, but shout out to Eddie Lacey. Well done, buddy. $55,000 to lose some weight. I mean, he did P90X I mean, last year. What yeah. happened? He's doing Summer Beach Body now, apparently, from the same company. <laughs> Different thing. <laughs> Just rebranded it. He's like, this looks amazing. Yes. Yep. All right. That's our speed round. That was so fast. It was unbelievable. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need everyone to understand that Josh 
just didn't know what to do then. <laughs> Why? And then he presses it and then looked at me as if I knew what to do next. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going with that. I had a like a fantasy drop because we're going to do a segment and I forgot to put it on the board. So that's what I went with. But we're anyway, going with Millhouse today. Everything has come up Millhouse today. Combine King, Josh Woot. All right, so we've talked some news. I'll sign anything. We've talked some NFL news. We've talked some sharks, some nude guys, some conspiracy theories, some make-a-wish kids. Um, let's talk fantasy winners and losers from the NFL draft. So we're talking established veterans or even um, some rookies that landed in, some great circumstances. Woot, start us off. Who's your first uh, fantasy winner and loser from the NFL draft? Winner. Um, I'm going to go with... We, we've already mentioned him because he has 47 children. But, uh, what? <laughs> Antonio Cromartie's a fantasy winner? <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. Philip oh, Rivers. Philip Rivers. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, all right. So, he's already he's already throwing... He's throwing to my old-time homeboy. Old Flame. Old Flame in Keenan Allen, who... Saucy. Uh, you know, God bless his heart, hurt me pretty deeply last year in fantasy. Yeah. But, uh... Boy. From a from a quarterback perspective, it's it's terrific for um, Phil to have him back healthy and now have my other boy from the draft, Mike Williams, who I just think is going to be, you know, it's just Malcolm Floyd plus like that big body end zone guy that he's been lacking. Yeah, and he's 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 very very good in his routes. He's just he's yep. he's obviously not the fastest guy, but he's he's not going to be a treadwell. He'll be he'll be good. Yep, and his ADP for like is always in like the tenth or so round. Like, you're happy to sit and wait and grab someone like Rivers, who now has a plethora. Of, like Travis Benjamin's like their fourth wide receiver. Yeah, it's great, and also they they've you know, um, with these weapons, it also doesn't put all the emphasis back on Melvin Gordon again. So, and I mean, I know Melvin Gordon Gordon had a good year last year, but like get that play action going. Yeah, it's just it's it opens up the offense, and that's what every it's offense needs. So weird talking about the Chargers and having depth because it's something they haven't had in a long time. I mean, we said that about their defense, and they got torched a little bit. Mm, they did. Uh, all right, I'm going to stick with the quarterback trend, and I'm going to go Cam Newton as a winner. I think um, a lot of people are going to look at last year's failures and underperforming his ADP. You know, after his MVP, like after his MVP season, he did win the MVP. Uh, and now you think about adding Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, Taylor Moten. They've they've added some extra protection, albeit not very great players, but still they've addressed their offensive line somewhat. I, I feel like he's going to give you a lot of return on ADP, like in terms of your investment, uh, because I think people are going to look at his numbers last year and just go, oh, I don't want to go down that road again. Um, but when you think about it, there's going to be scenarios where, and Ed McCaffrey talked about this today with us, Jonathan Stewart, Christian McCaffrey, and Curtis Samuel are all on the field at the same time. You've also got the threat of Cam running. There's four guys that can run the football on the field at the same time. How do you defend that? The NFL is a matchups sport, and now he has matchups in terms of Christian McCaffrey and Curtis Samuel in terms of their speed and, and excellent route running ability. I, I like Cam Newton this year. I agree. I mean, I liked him last year. I thought he was, you know was in prime position to excel last season. Um, no, but I agree. I think, yeah, I, to be honest, it's I'm really just waiting on to see if there's a bounce back. It, you'll be able to tell, I think, from the from week one, right from the get-go, even preseason, just to see how the team is feeling again. Because, I mean, the Super Bowl hangover, really, you could it was so evident. And it just yep. it sucked. And I think a lot of people were excited because, you know, Cam's such a lovable personality that you're everyone's hoping that this whole team goes well because you know happy cam happy nfl really because yeah. do you see his birthday video thing no i didn't he released like a mtv music video for his birthday it's pretty it's, it's pretty baller yeah, it's pretty baller um anyway uh what's your second winner my second winner is this is dude it's pretty much just down to one thing um deandre hopkins is a big winner because now someone will not, throw him the not ball. Not named Brock Osweiler. Not named Brock Osweiler will throw <laughs> him the ball, which is great. Speaking of Brock Osweiler, did you know Brock Osweiler is the 16th highest paid player this season? <laughs> what a world we live in. 2017. Not even playing. I mean, we've got nude guys riding sharks, Brock Osweiler making top 16 money. It's just the best. 
Uh, I agree. You know, and I think it will be majority Deshaun Watson. So not only a winner that it's not Brock, but the fact that it'll end up being Deshaun Watson for most of that game. Uh, yeah, I I like it. Cool. Uh, all right. Thanks, mate. My next uh, is Ty Montgomery uh, as as a winner right now. Uh, I feel like you know Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones could end up stealing some carries from him. The, the later round running backs from Green Bay, and I, I, I rate them both, and I like them as prospects, but the fact that they didn't invest an early-round pick, because Dalvin Cook was sitting there for them on the first pick of day two, they didn't they didn't invest running back until sort of the fifth or sixth round. I feel like he's going to be a guy that's going to um, get snaps, and at the very least, he'll be the third down, the scat back for him in the receiving game for Aaron Rodgers, and I... And I think there's no uh, sort of major threat to steal too many carries, especially early on. I, I like Ty Montgomery this year. I think they're committed to him at least, at least giving him a try as a proper running back. Given that he's going to have a full off season at, as a running back now, which he's never ever had in his life. I like that. I mean, you can see it failing, but yeah, uh, at a, the same time, but like, for where he's going in drafts, I feel like. You take that risk, yeah. Because uh, running, but there's like there's barely any like true bell cow running backs this year. Like, well, what is it? Le'Veon, David Johnson, and Zeke, mm-hmm. Jordan Howard. Like even Demarco Murray, you, you got to worry that they're going to at least give more. They have to give more ball to Derrick Henry. Like how many true ball like like thirty plus carries guys are no, there? Gonna, there's, yeah. The NFL is changing. It's, it's not going that no, way that's anymore. That's right. It's, it's crazy. All right. Speaking of. Uh, Running backs and possibly losing shares. My loser is Mark Ingram, frown, sad face. The only team that doesn't believe in Mark Ingram is Mark Ingram's own team. Um, Yeah. All right. So they've got got Mark Ingram. They've got um, apparently the rejuvenated Adrian Peterson, who's... Ooh, said some skepticism. I like it. And who's their third? Alvin Kamara. Brilliant. Sounds like a Dragon Ball Z character. So... There's just, I mean, it's a it's a head scratch. They're obviously Sean Payton loves a three headed monster when it comes to the running back situ- situation. He's always had that, yeah. but now it's just usually it's really evident who's going to do play what role and things like that. Like you could tell when they had. I mean, I know he had a limited time, but you were, you could tell that CJ Spiller was going to play a certain role and Mark Ingram was going to be the every down back and things like that. Now it's like you don't pay big money for a person like a, p- a player like Adrian Peterson to have him you know just not sitting aside exactly and you don't trade up for Alvin Kamara if you're not going to use him on third downs where that was some of his best role he had Gio Bernard sort of comparison exactly so yeah it's a uh, he's it's hard to find where Mark Ingram's going to fit yeah and and I mean exactly. he could be a fantasy gem because he's he could slide to a certain position where like cuz he's still going to get they're still going to split Early down work with Adrian Peterson, but they don't run the ball that much, so it's going to be weird to see what. It's hard to invest like a what a top five round pick on Mark Ingram, yeah. where he used to be going in top twenty, right? Mm-hmm. I, like I'm, I'm already staying clear of that backfield. Yeah, I am not. I'm staying away from that team, to be honest, except for Michael Thomas, your boy. Uh, all right, uh, my first loser is Jeremy Hill, and it's simple. Joe Mixon's a, f- a much, much better player than Jeremy Hill. Joe Mixon's going to be on the field more than Jeremy Hill. Joe Mixon's mm-hmm. can play all three downs. He's a better runner. He's a better receiver. And that's all that matters when you're looking at fantasy. And the Bengals know that their best chance to win football games is with Joe Mixon. And I like Joe Mixon in fantasy this year. I don't like Jeremy Hill. Ooh. And I was a Jeremy Hill believer. And I'm all out. I'm all out. All out. Cashed in your chips. I am Joe Mixon like in rookie drafts, like first one or two picks okay, this, this year. I like Mixon. Um, no, I like that. I like that. Loser, Jeremy Hill. You like that? You're um, a loser. My other loser. Let's keep with the running back theme because it seems like that's the way we're going. We're going. Um, any running back for the Jags that's not named Fournette. So that is Ivory, who got paid big money last year to join the Jags, and TJ Yeldon, who they invested a pretty decent pick to get um, a couple of years back. But, I mean, I think they've... They've just gone, you know what, we need, we need, you know, an actual talented running back. Yep. No, 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 no Storm Johnson. No offense, Chris Ivory, but yeah, uh, to be honest, like, like Ingram, 
one injury to uh, Fournette and then Chris Ivory steps straight back into that role. It's not going to be a, a split between him and TJ Yeldon. I, I can't see that happening. They're still paying Chris Ivory big money. So, yeah. I, but at, at this point in time, you go get Fournette's the guy you want and Chris Ivory is just, you know, late round flyer if you think possibly an injury. Yeah. When, you, when you're handcuffing, if you're, if he, Ivory's definitely a handcuff candidate. I think so. Unless he gets cut, which is very likely considering his salary. Mm-hmm. And then it would be TJ Yeldon that is, um, you know, the, the obvious handcuff. Yep. All right. Uh, I like that. Uh, what's your thoughts on Fournette? Like, do you think you'll be right? I'm a little bit worried. Fournette? Yeah. I think on a bet- different team, he would come straight into the NFL and perform terrifically, to be honest. But uh, the Jags is an interesting situation. And I, I, I really think that the Jags are going to view last season and because they didn't get a quarterback in this year's draft I think they're going to be like you know what last year our problem was Bortles and we need to take as much pressure off him as possible let's put all the pressure now on our brand new rookie running back and then that's going to hurt his development and then it's going to end up just collapsing you know what saying that though I do really like I, I mean, I feel like last season everyone jumped on the Jags defense hype train and everyone was like, it's going to be awesome. And then it, They were pretty good, though. I mean, the, by the end of the season, they, they did turn around, stingy. right? Yeah. But I think they've like what they've done in the offseason for their defense this year has helped solidify it even more. Much and better. I, I, yeah, yeah, I really like it this year. Yeah, I, I like their defense as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see what, what they do. Um, I, who's going to be the first quarterback that's rejuvenated and he's looking leaps and bounds better than he was last year. Blake Bortles or Jared Goff? He'll be the first one. Well, you know what? the most puff pieces. People are saying that um, Goff's work ethic at the moment is just incredible. And they're just, everyone, all the the camp... I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt because Jeff Fisher and everything. By the way, the All or Nothing trailer dropped and there's a scene where they show Jeff Fisher getting fired and then him telling the team. That's worth that alone. So... It's hard to get excited about the Rams given how bad Hard Knocks were, but it looks really good. Like mm-hmm. whoever made the trailer, and we've got to trust our, our girl Shannon and NFL Films. So anyway, all right, my last loser is Fat Rob, Rob Kelly. I love Rob Kelly. You mean another running back? I know. Uh, <laughs> I've gone running back. Uh, Fat Rob, loser. Samaj P- Perine. By the way, you just saying Fat Rob the loser? It just sounds really bad. It sounds like a comic book guy in his basement. Um, yeah, big loser. Samaj. Totally. Samaj Perine, the other Oklahoma running back. I'm all in on Oklahoma running backs. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's a better version of Rob Kelly. So I don't think it. I don't think Rob Kelly's going to lose his job or or be like useless. But I feel like they'll be able to split carries, and I'm worried about Perine possibly beating out Rob in in camp and and could lose his job. So that's one to monitor um, because Rob Kelly. That's fair enough. He was great last year, but that was mostly out of the fact that Washington had absolutely no one because Matt Jones has fizzled out into a big ball of nothing. Damn, I had high hopes. Yeah, the running refrigerator has been um, unplugged and he's just died. All right. uh, Any last thoughts on fantasy before we wrap this up? Not fantasy, but I've got a little quiz for you. Okay. Putting you right on the spot. Is it the what ice cream flavor are you quiz that I did last night? <laughs> no. Can okay. you name the top five um, paid players in the NFL at the moment? They're all quarterbacks. Joe Flacco. Correct. He is number four. Drew Brees. He is number two. Hmm. This is tough. Hold on. Okay, well, filibuster. Do you, do you know what that word means? Russell yeah. Wilson. Yeah, what's that mean? Russell is six, okay. so you're just out. But Andrew the, Luck. Andrew Luck is the highest paid player in the league. Yeah, this year. But yeah. his contract actually goes down less next year. So this is the mm-hmm. year. So that's good. Um, uh, that would be Tom Brady. Tom, No, Tom Brady's way yeah. down. Yeah. Tom Brady's 13. Some weird money stuff going on over there. Uh, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger. All right. So Ben Roethlisberger is seventh. Okay. Um, Aaron Rodgers is five. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, so, of so, uh, But number three, right? So you've got Andrew Luck, number one. Yep. Number two is Drew Brees. I'm going to skip three for the time being. Four is Flacco. Five, Rodgers. Six, Wilson. Seven, Roethlisberger. Ironically, because that's his number also. Yep. Palmer is eighth. Wait, is Ryan Tannehill three? Nope, nope, okay. nope. Eli, nine. Okay. Philip Rivers, ten. Number three, going all the way back. It's going to be something weird. Is Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't know. Forget Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins getting paid like, like 
flat out baller that wow. he is. Just insane money. Wow, future 49ers quarterback Kirk Cousins. The only player in the top 15 that isn't a quarterback is... And Dominican Sue. Von Miller. Oh, there you go. There you go. Just under 20 <laughs> mil. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Uh, that wraps up the show, man. Uh, cool. Good show. Yeah, it's been nice spending uh, a day with you. It's been a while, man. Um, we've been very busy with engagement parties and, and whatnot. So it was good to talk a little bit of mirth, talk some conspiracy theories, and then actually jump into some NFL news. It's been a little bit of a... Like there's still news coming through, but it's not anything major yeah, at this point. It's uh, you know they've closed the floodgates and now we're just on yep. a drip. So uh, we'll we'll do some more shows here and there, and we'll try and get some interviews uh, lined up as well to uh, produce some more content for you in the off season. Um, some fantasy analysis, and uh, we ne- we need to do our yearly uh, pod with Chris Harris, Matt <laughs> Waldman's due, Sig Bloom, Sig Bloom, and then uh, we might try and get some uh, try and get someone like Solomon Thomas on uh, building on our uh, friendship today with him over Vegemite. You know, Jesus broke bread and wine; we break Vegemite and. Shapes and crimpy chicken crimpies in Vegemite. Um, that's the Wooten Wild. I'm actually a little bit disappointed. We didn't have a box to share. I should have bought an extra box. I apologize. All right, uh, that wraps up the show. Uh, please check out our Sydney Cup Combine recap podcast, and we talk all things sort of Australia and NFL in that. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. You can follow me at Wood, etc., or just search Solomon Thomas Fan Fan Club. Club. (laughs) Great one. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, you can listen to the show uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Audio Boom, and then you can li- like us on Facebook, The Woot and Why Show, or just ask one of Antonio Cromartie's kids. They listen. Peace. I'm undefeated, never lost.